0: Welcome to Crafting a Revolution, the podcast. My name is Katie Freeman, and I'm one of your hosts. Every week, we bring you interviews with makers of all kinds from all over the globe, those who identify as female, non-binary, and transgender. Today's guest is Deandra of Work Boots and Glasses. Deandra creates custom designs for your space so that you can enjoy what you envisioned for your home. How did she get there? Well, a few years ago, the Lord put it on her heart to start blogging under the name unapologetically me. When I went to renew that domain name, it was taken by someone else. I had to come up with a new name and hence work boots and glasses happened. She's always had a passion for flipping furniture, but was afraid of the power tools needed to really get into it. One evening, she was watching someone on Instagram share about how they were self-taught, and she thought if that person can do it, she can do it. God's given her the next piece of the puzzle he saw for her life when Work Boots and Glasses was born. Today, she's created over a dozen pieces and sold some of the ones she was building for fun. Now, she takes custom orders for those who have something in mind but can't seem to find the right piece at a furniture store. I really enjoyed the conversation with Deandra and getting to learn more about her journey, which is is fairly recent um, as far as uh, starting with power tools and and building furniture. Um, So it was fun to kind of learn how she really got hooked right from the start and has uh, taken off with her business, which She never intended, but it took off anyways. So great conversation and glad that I get to share that with you. Before hopping into our conversation together, I want to give a big shout out and thanks to the patrons over on Patreon, especially podcast sponsor Matthew from Artigiano Serio. Thank you so much for being a sponsor, Um, really helping to get the podcast out every week. In addition, thank you to Candice at CJ Woodgrain, Lee at Lee Runyon, Annette, 513 Woodworks, Katie Thompson, Women of Woodworking, Kevin, Lefty's Woodshop, Christy, Twisted Twine, Jeremy, Jeremy Spies, Sammy, Go Sammy Lee, Rachel, Moody Makes, Laura, Oakley Soap Company, Brandy, Studio, Obey, Ellen, Little Bear Furniture, and Ethan Carter of Ethan Carter Designs. Thank you all so very much. For your continued support, helping to produce the podcast every week. If you have been enjoying the podcast, please, please, please stick around to the end, and I will tell you how you can help support the podcast. All right, let's head on into my conversation with Deandra of Work Boots and Glasses. You well, need me to speak up. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it sounds pretty good to me. So.
1: Okay. Cool.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, I always like to start my podcast by asking my guests to introduce themselves. Would you do that for me?
1: Yes. My name is Deandra Howard, and I have a business called Work Boots and Glasses. I started a little over a year ago in April of 2021, and it was not a business to start with. It was pretty much something for me to learn to do so that I can make furniture. From my home
0: okay and i was gonna i'm gonna look you up like i'm pretty i feel like i know this already that you're like you've grown pretty fast <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it kind of was like oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, <y'all.
1: laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, nice. So you started a, about a year ago, and yeah, you're almost at 17K, so congrats on that. Thank
1: you. Yeah, I. it's been one of those journeys where you wake up and you're
0: like, where all these people come from? <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah. okay, so before we get into, like, kind of um, work boots and glasses, let's uh, take a step back, and I want to know, like, what is the story of Deandra? Like, ba- from like baby, like where'd you grow up to? Really? Okay, okay. to now, yeah. Okay, so
1: I was say Deandra grew up. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: I was born and raised in Sacramento, California. I am the oldest of four, um, with my mom, and then like in high school, my dad ended up having um, two sons with his. Girlfriend, I guess. (laughs) They're not, you know, I mean, not to get into all that, but anyhow, I have two brothers on my dad's side um, that we didn't necessarily (laughs) grow up together in that sense. But um, I have three sisters. I'm the oldest, and we are pretty much like white on rice we are so so close (laughs) that it's every single time something happens like we have our own group text we are at each other's houses we make sure we make time for each other um and we're just you know we're pretty much like best friends um with each other and it's it's just great we kind of grew up well duh we grew up together but like Mm -hmm. my mom was a single mom and she had us um you know did the best she could be raising four girls um, by herself. So we pretty much became close knit because of that. Um so we just kind of stayed that way because that was well, all we knew. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. And then we moved around a lot because of the fact that I think, you know, my mom struggled here and there um with finances and stuff like that. So like I went to a ton of different schools, um elementary school, middle school. Mm-hmm. I even didn't go to the same high school all four years. <laughs> so um Yeah, it's, uh, I don't want to say like a, um, it's, it's, I still lived in Sacramento. So I didn't move Mm -hmm. like around like different states having to make new Right, It's each school I did, but you know what I mean? Like um, it was still Sacramento area Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. that way. So
0: that's kind
1: of where I started there. And then I guess high school met my husband in high school. And we stayed together. We met freshman year. Stayed together all throughout high school. Got married. Had kids. And
0: <laughs> here we are. <laughs> okay. Did you? Um, did you go to any sort of schooling after high school? Oh yes. Hello. I would. I did go to
1: community college for a little while, um, and I also um, went to like a vocational cool I Became a vocational school I became a pharmacy technician
0: okay
1: um, and that kind of I, I thought I was going to be in the medical field pretty mm-hmm. much my whole life I thought I wanted to be a doctor realized the schooling for that was kind of like
0: <laughs> I don't know if I want to do
1: that <laughs> changed me but I knew I wanted to do something you know in a hospital mm-hmm. so I even became a CNA for a little while um went to pharmacy tech school and just pretty much my husband joined the military in 2012 and when he left that's when it was like I can't work and take care of the kids by myself so yeah I kind of had to figure out that dynamic of taking kids to school picking them up from school you know being that stay home mm-hmm. mom um, when he joined the military and that's kind of where like my odd job started happening yeah. like i was doing uh, <laughs> network marketing and I did Mary Kay, I did It Works, Raps, um, and then I helped out with my mom and her daycare center when she needed somebody to, you know, like fill in Mm -hmm. if somebody called in and stuff like that. But other than that, it was pretty much just me really trying to figure out what it is I wanted to do and Mm -hmm. or even have purpose in because... It was like, I feel like I'm not contributing to my household anymore after he left, you know, well, not yeah. left, but you know, yeah. I mean, I joined the military and it was just me. So I had to find something to occupy my time, but also bring in income. So I didn't feel like I was just, I don't even call it, it's weird mooching off my husband, <laughs> but you know how it is when we get yeah. our own head about you know, bringing in income and stuff like that. So.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. I remember having a talk with him. It's like, dude, are you like resenting? Are you going to resent me? If I don't work. And he's like, no, I like you being home with the kids. So I was glad to have that conversation with him, mm-hmm. um, you know, when it came to that. So that, that worked
0: out good. <laughs> yeah. <that> <laughs> well, I think, I think it's about like finding that passion, finding, I mean, I don't know if, if you feel the same way, but definitely it like after I be- became a mom, even though, like, I wasn't a stay-at-home mom, you know, I had a career outside of the house, but um, I, like, lost a sense of myself, and it was just, like, what's, like, my purpose outside exactly. of, like, keeping Being these little people alive? Exactly. Like,
1: <laughs> I, oh, my gosh. I, we all must go through that as parents, then, because yeah. that was legit, like, how I was feeling. Like, what can I do mm-hmm. besides what I'm doing, even though I know what I'm doing is important, you know? Right, yep. Yeah, no, yeah. You're, I totally agree with you on that.
0: Yeah, so you got to a point, you said you started kind of woodworking and stuff because you wanted to make furniture for your own space.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what, was that something like you had to think on for a while before just kind of jumping into it? or
1: You know, so that actually came with, I guess early on, God instilled in me having the desire to like design stuff because mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wouldn't even call myself an artist, like legit, but I could take something that I had in the house or if I saw something um, like on Craig's, like, okay, say I saw, saw something I liked and I was like, I'm not spending the money for that, but I feel like I can kind of make this into something. hmm let me see if I can do that. So I would take stuff that we no longer use that I, you know, you kind of don't want to get rid of because at a later Mm -hmm. date, we kind of feel like we're going to do something with it. Mm -hmm. So I had this TV console that we had for years and it just started to look really bad. And I was just like, I don't want to throw it out because I feel like I can do something with it, but I don't know what yet. So I kept that with me for a while. And then when we moved before my husband left, I told him I was like, I don't want to stay in this tiny apartment where I'm Miserable here, mm-hmm. um, so we looked for a bigger space before he left, and that was pretty much my project when he left for boot camp was pretty much making mm-hmm. our house a home while he was gone so when he uh, when we moved into our condo, I had that t v console and I turned it into like a a sitting bench mm-hmm. on our patio, mm-hmm. so I didn't necessarily cut up anything, but I added a cushion, put some fabric over it, and threw it in our backyard. It was like This is cool. We can come out here and sit and barbecue and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I even—it's funny—I even learned how to barbecue while he was gone. Like I did a (laughs) lot of stuff when he left for boot camp, trying to occupy myself Mm -hmm. with, you know, with having him gone. And it took some skills. Like I even like refurbished some benches that I bought. I um, painted them a different color and changed the cushions on them. I started buying stuff from like thrift stores to change, to put onto our patio so that we had a little space to, you know, our patio for our, like, our, not necessarily our kids, but really just to have, you know, like a little outside seating. Mm-hmm. In and then I started looking at our house and I was like, I wonder, like, I want our bedroom to look nice also. So I went to Ikea and started, you know, buying all types of stuff to make um, our bedroom look really nice with like mirrors and um, rugs and chairs mm-hmm. and, nice bedspreads and even taking um, a a bench that I saw and just kind of like I bought one from Ross that I saw and liked but I didn't like the fabric that was over it so I deconstructed that took that off found a nice plain fabric and made that and I was like this is fun so I started doing that you know for Mm -hmm. a while and just started posting projects about that and then um, when we bought our house it was like oh, I get to really do something now, you know? Mm-hmm. So then I started looking at what I really wanted and I would go to furniture stores and I would look at the furniture and I would see what stuff costs and I would shake it and lift it and see, if it was, <laughs> you know, like, uh-huh. is, this, is this worth what they're asking for? And I said to myself, like a lot of times when I was, you know, before now, I bet I can make that. I bet I can make that over and over again. So when IKEA was like, you know, big, it was like, oh, I get to make it now. Right. So <laughs>
0: putting
1: together IKEA furniture was so much fun for me that I was like the go-to person that when people went to IKEA, they're like, hey DeAndre, can you come make this for me or can you put this together? And it was funny because even my husband was like, Hey, you need to call DeAndre. She'd be the one to help you put that together. <laughs> So a lot of the stuff that we, bur- you know, when we were moving, and- when we bought our house came from Ikea because I started putting all that stuff together, like beds for the kids mm-hmm. and, you know, just little stuff that we wanted, sofa tables and coffee tables and stuff like that, you know, temporarily until we can really get what we wanted yeah. and make our house look nice. The crazy thing is all the stuff that I bought for- from Ikea still looks good <laughs> because <laughs> it's legit just, you know, like we don't mess up our stuff like that. We've right. had it since um we moved to the condo when I was trying to make that feel like a home and it just kind of fit our decor um so it just kind of stayed with us that it's like I don't even need to buy anything else because yeah we have that, and it works but like a dining table now that I'm making that has been something that I was you know wanting to be able to do and mm-hmm. I started I watched are you familiar with Our Nest on Powell I'm not Mm-mm. Well, she, Danielle, her name is Danielle and mm-hmm. she, I watched, came across her feed one night and I watched her put together this arch uh, cabinet that she mm-hmm. made. I was watching her build it and I was like, hey, did you follow a plan for that? She was like, no, I just kind of saw something I liked and started doing it. I was like, well, then how did you learn it? She was like, I'm just self-taught. I was like, that set off a light bulb for me. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, you are self-taught? Like, what do you mean you're self-taught? Power tools are scary. Like, how could you do yourself? <laughs> the power tool that screams at you when you
0: turn it. Right.
1: <laughs> so so I was like, wait, this. So, like, I was, I remember watching her highlights of that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, she legit just bought this stuff, went to town. And she shared, she's like, she shared this was what her therapy was for when her sister <laughs> passed away. And I was like, I could totally relate to that like nothing nobody passed away from me but therapy was like something I was looking for because I needed to do something that was just for me and yep. not for everybody else in the house you know mm-hmm. like my kids were in sports so I'm picking them up and taking them to practice being at the, all their games making sure you know like all their needs are met and I'm just like but I'm not necessarily taking care of myself you mm-hmm. know so I needed something that was going to be my outlet so I didn't drive myself crazy <laughs> with <laughs> making sure my kids needs were met all the time so I watched all her highlights one night and I stayed up to like one o'clock in the morning and I told myself if I feel this passionately about this tomorrow I'm gonna go give it a try I'm gonna go to Home Depot find some tools and try you know try this yeah. out and see how it works and of course as soon as I woke up the next morning I got dressed went to Home Depot bought a miter saw <laughs> and some wood and I was like guess what I'm about to do and I just posted that on my um Facebook at the time, because I wasn't mm-hmm. really on Instagram that much, but you know, they go, they sync together now. So yep. whoever saw it on Instagram, saw it on Facebook also. Um, so I shared that and I made um, like a video about it. But before I actually did that, one of my friends that I went to elementary school with was like, Hey, are you making garden beds? Can you make me too? What's your PayPal? And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, <all> I like." <laughs> would say guess what I'm about to make right and she was ready to pay me to make her something before I had even cut anything (laughs) and I was like dude I was like I said hold on like give me a minute let me even see if this is something I can do before committing Mm -hmm. to this and I will let you know if I feel (laughs) confident enough to make you some garden beds so I followed some plants from shanty to chic are you familiar with them yep 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 I I made their sofa uh, sofa table from them and of course because it was just lumber from Home Depot it didn't look great at all (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was so proud that I was actually able to put it together that it made me want to make something else so I followed like after I did that I made a workbench so I was like okay this is cool let me see if I can make you know like really do this so I made a workbench I made a uh, Storage cabinet. I made a round table. I made a console table, and like in between all that, I'm showing you know everybody that I'm doing this. And of course, the person that reached (laughs) out to me in elementary school, I told. I was like, okay, if you really want me to make you something, like I'll do it. But you know, like (laughs) I'm I'm learning to do this. So she's like, no, I trust you. It's simple, you know, like it's just a simple garden So when she showed me what it was, I was like, okay, yeah, I can I can probably do that for you. Mm -hmm. So yeah paid me for it and then she shared that I made it for her and then another friend of ours um who I know right um who my daughter played soccer with him and her mom reached out she's like hey can you make me um some garden beds too I was like okay so of course I made her some and then as I was making certain things like I made this club chair that I was so proud of that somebody was like hey what stain are you gonna stain that and I was like I don't know yet she's like I may be interested in buying that I was like are you serious (laughs) I was like okay I was like well if you have a preference like if you're serious about buying it like what color would you want to see it stained right mm-hmm. so I showed her a couple of stains that I had had bought just that I was playing with it she's like I like this one so I was like okay so I stained it that color she's like yeah I want it and I was like oh my gosh <laughs> so I sold that to her and then this from there is just been hey can you make me this I'm looking for something for my patio can you make me this and I was like Okay, so and just from there, like if I made one thing and somebody saw it, they were like, "Oh, can you make me one that's smaller or this size?" And I was like, "All right." So I made another bench for somebody else, and it just kept spiraling after that. And I was just like, "Guys, <laughs> I am I, all I wanted to do was learn, right? <laughs> make right? House, and to this day, I still have not made anything for my house. And I have not made not one thing." <laughs> In my home. <laughs> that sounds pretty I accurate. I know, right? <laughs> I was like some patio furniture um, for my front patio, like you know, for yeah. my uh like by my door, but nothing that I made for my house. And it's crazy because that was the whole reason I wanted to do this. <laughs> So I could furnish my house house with stuff that I bought from my, you know, replace the stuff like, right, my kids. Right. <laughs> and I haven't been able to do that. So it, it turned into a business. I don't even want to call it accidentally because of course everything happens for a reason, but it's just taken off from there and it's crazy, but I'm so enjoying it. It is so much fun for me to see something start from a piece of wood, turn into something that looks so good. right? <laughs> you know, how yeah. it turns out good. And sometimes you're like, eh, that didn't work out the way mm-hmm. I thought it was. But again, I'm like just glad that, you know, for the learning experience that between me actually picking up a miter saw and then acquiring all the tools that I have after that has just been like, just great. Like mm-hmm. I can say that I've learned how to use all these tools um, that used to scare me that are now like, oh, I need this. <laughs> I need right. to to do this. You know, and it's just another part of me that um I get to uh what's the word? Um not encourage, but like as I'm learning to do this, you know what I mean? It's just an- mm-hmm. another part of me that I'm getting to see grow. There we go. Yeah. You know,
0: so. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I feel like the miter saw is like a lot of women's like gateway tool. Isn't that crazy? That, yeah. <laughs> I've
1: I heard that from multiple people too that I didn't even realize that that was the one tool that, and that was the one I didn't even want to buy. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I saw that, turn that on. I was like, nope, uh, nope. <laughs> 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 but what it was, I remember using it for the first time and my husband, like every time I turned it on it, like it would like jolt, you know, like give right, me that skip. Yeah. And my husband like, oh, I have some, um, some like hair headphones, because he needed them for um, the Air Force when he would mm-hmm. you know, cover mm-hmm. his ears out on planes and stuff. So he brought those in. And as soon as I put those on and turned, I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. <laughs> and that was actually what, you know, gave me the confidence to continue to use it mm-hmm. without freaking myself out each time. So yeah, the headphones for that was just like there we go. Like okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> it quiets it just a little bit. Yeah, freaking out.
0: See, you can master all those. You can totally get into power carving. I'm of course, you. right? Of yeah. Course. <laughs> no, I'm, I just need somebody to say, "Hey, do this with me." <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um. Well, that's awesome, and I will say you are totally like not alone. I had to like consciously take like, actually a couple of years of saying, like, okay, I'm going to either, like, only do a very small handful of projects for other people, or I'm not going to do mm-hmm. any, just so I can, like, make things for my own home, <laughs> so. Yeah, um, that's, that's what it is, it's like, yeah,
1: people get excited
0: about, right. <laughs> <laughs> I go to you for this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I mean, I, you know, I don't know about your husband, but at least with, like, my wife, she, you know, sometimes she will be like, okay, come on. Like, you're making all these beautiful things for all these other people. Can you please make me, you know, X, Y, Z? (laughs) No,
1: the funny thing about that, though, is like, my husband doesn't even, like, if I have to beg him to come help me with something (laughs) that I need. And then nine times out of 10, if he takes too long, it's like, forget it. I'll do it myself. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) If I wait for and he know, I think he knows that, so he plays that to his advantage. Oh, I'm sure because I'm like, help me get this wood out of the car, so I'm not like exhausting myself before I can cut it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. By the time he comes outside, I'm on the last piece, and he's like, "Oh, what you need help with?" I'm like, "Get out of my (laughs) way!"
0: Yeah, I I get that sometimes too, and and enough that like I'll sometimes just like call my neighbor to be like, "I need help (laughs) lifting this," and and now he's even started to be like. I think I'm out of the country for like whatever (laughs) you need done. I was like, fine.
1: That's crazy, right?
0: (laughs) And that's the
1: other part of me too. It's like, I don't even want to ask for help anymore because it's like, if I have to wait an hour, (laughs) right? (laughs) that has been an hour wasted, you know what I mean? Where I could be doing something else. So shoot, it's like, I, I legit rely on myself to get wood get it out of the car, go get supplies, because I, I I can't be sitting up here waiting for him to kind of help me out, because I know he's going to take his sweet time. Like, it's funny, because I'll come in, he'll get up, I'll close the door. And if I don't literally stand there and wait for him to come out to help me, he will sit back down and wait for me to come back. To ask <laughs> again. I'm like, see, this is you're playing now. You're playing. Yeah. <laughs> and it drives me crazy that with this table that I just finished I was so grateful like I was like dude I legit cannot do this by myself I yeah. need you to come here, and I need you to tell me when you're com- you'll come out here because I want to finish this and if I sit up here and wait for you it will not get done because I can't do it by myself <laughs> you know what I mean I was like yep. I don't know if you seen. it was a nine foot yeah it was it's huge yeah my gosh like I couldn't even get the piece to just I couldn't hold it up <laughs> to run it through the- yep to get it like I couldn't like well, I, come on <laughs> yeah so I, I was like I need you to help me with this so yeah and I think once he got in the groove of actually helping then it was like okay like you really can't do this by yourself I'll i will help you type mm-hmm. in because I had to help him he, he need I needed him to help me glue it like to turn the um, yeah Uh, pieces of wood over to help clamp them you know clamp it down I was like because I can't uh, you
0: have to hold one in while yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. turning it over just to stand it up you know is that the largest um project you've made so far
1: so far yes at least yeah 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 it is because the only other thing that I've done was eight feet and eight foot um wasn't And it was only with plywood that I was working with. It wasn't like solid pieces of wood. So like the plywood, I was, you know, able to kind of maneuver on my own. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah. this was really something that was like, oh my God. Like every time I went to lift it, it was like.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because what's that? What was the top made out of?
1: The whole thing is white oak. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. so that in it, that one, just that one piece of wood was like,
0: yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, that That stuff's like legit heavy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That just one slab was just Mm -hmm. like, dang. Yeah. So I I couldn't even get that out of the car by myself.
0: Was that your first? Because I know if I followed you for a little while and I remember seeing like your arched plywood pieces, your big ones. Um, Is that the first hardwood you've worked with? no it's but in that capacity yes okay
1: i haven't made like a full on wood table like that mm-hmm. um, i've tried you know i've tried to do them in like smaller capacities just to kind of see if i could even make them but this mm-hmm. is my first real huge piece like, like that made of solid wood like i've made coffee tables and end tables and side tables mm-hmm. and stuff like that but nothing this size mm-hmm. of solid wood but <clears throat> i started making these uh fluted based uh dining tables Mm -hmm. that have been like a hit that people as soon as they see it they're like oh can you make me one in this size but like can you make it with this wood I'm like yes so I've made them you know what I mean I've made them Mm -hmm. with poplar I've made I started with a maple top and I made a maple top and then was trying to figure out what to make for the base Mm -hmm. and I saw the fluted base and i was like oh that'd be cool so I made that and that was kind of how it started was I was trying to figure out a base to make because I've been wanting to make a dining table, but I didn't Mm -hmm. want to make it and then just have it sit. So I made it and, you know, showed it and then posted it for sale just to kind of get it out of my way. And it was it got so much um, like attraction that when I sold it, the amount of people that requested you know, is this available over and over and over again? I was like, maybe I'll put it up and just say it's custom. Yeah. And from there, that's been how I've been selling them multiple times because I've showed the pictures of it being um, in, like I made one out of Poplar, I made one out of Alder, mm-hmm. and I made one in Maple. Um, and every, every single one I've made um, has been, it's looked different so, yeah. But you can get an idea of different types of wood with it, mm-hmm. um, but still have it be something custom, um, because the one that I originally made was just me playing around with the design to see mm-hmm. if I wanted, if I, you know, if I liked yeah. it. And I was like, okay, I can't hold this. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> have you, is that mainly been through Facebook that you've been getting, like, Yeah, that has been
1: Mm-hmm, that has been okay. because I listed it on the marketplace for sale. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So then I posted, so what I did too, I posted the video of how, to, how I made it in the mm-hmm. listing and people have been asking me to make other things based off of them seeing me mm-hmm. make that table by sending me like hey I see you made this table this is nice but can you make it look like this instead so they'll mm-hmm. s- either send me a picture of something they want or they'll want like an oval table with two fluted bases or something like that mm-hmm. you know so from there I've gotten projects that's how I got this one the, the night the table that I just made mm-hmm. they wanted me to make a table they didn't want the fluted base one they wanted a the custom one that I've made so mm-hmm. she sent me a page of what she wanted and I made that based off of her seeing the ad for the fluted base
0: table gotcha yeah so that's been cool too yeah that's the whole the whole um that's the whole reason I have like a YouTube channel like I mm-hmm. started a YouTube channel when I started my business because I wanted to be a- able to have people see how their pieces were made mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I could send them a link you know to the YouTube yeah that's cool <laughs> video I'd like to do that too on
1: Instagram yeah well, don't I don't necessarily tell them I'll just Kind of start making it, and yeah. then if they know that I'm making their stuff, they're like, "Is this mine?" <laughs> I had <to> buy it. <laughs> I was like, "I was like, I'm not sure because the person who reached out to me to buy it was the husband, and the mm-hmm. wife was the one who ended up following me on Instagram, and she's like, "I think my husband reached out to you." I was like, "Is his name, what, you know, whatever his name <laughs> Yeah, was. Yeah. Was like, yeah. Like he was my. I was like, "Okay, then yes, this is your table." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Today's episode is sponsored by Athena Outfitters. Athena Outfitters is a quality workwear brand for hardworking women that sells everything a badass beauties need to get the job done from work boots to basics. They curate the toughest essentials made to help you perform every piece is handpicked to seamlessly slide right into your daily lifestyle. From rugged and roguish weekday wear to effortless weekend flair, You can fill your closet with gear that can do it all. So for Christmas, I ordered my wife like a very nice pair of slippers from Athena Outfitters and she loves them. Loves them so much that she has accidentally gone to the gym and the grocery store in them because they seem to never leave her feet. So definitely a place to go check out, go get the goods that help you not only out in the shop, but just in your daily uh, work around the house and outdoors. As a listener of the podcast, you can go to Athena Outfitters website and use coupon code MM, as in M&Ms, 15 for 15% off any purchase. So again, you go to AthenaOutfitters.com and use the code MM15 and get 15% off of your purchase at checkout. How did you figure out, like, how to price that stuff? Wow.
1: <laughs> That's a good question. So what I did in the beginning, because I had no idea, all I did was double supplies. Okay. So whatever it cost me to make, I would just double that and sell it for that. And it was funny because I went to a conference after, um, a build conference. Are you familiar with the Flip Hub? I'm not. No. Okay. Well, she, um, McKenna, mm-hmm. um, I can't remember her last name right now. She- was hosting this conference called, um, like, the BUILD Conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was part of Susie school. Are you familiar with that? I am not. See, you're just no. teaching me all <laughs>
0: these things.
1: Well, <laughs> and, and this, this all came because I followed somebody who was sharing something. And I was like, hey, what is this that you went to? Because she, the way she described this conference was like, girl, I need to know what you did. Because that sounds mm-hmm. amazing." But she did something totally different. But she was, she told me that somebody else was posting something that she thought would be, would benefit me. So I looked into it, of course, and found out about it. And it, you know, I was able to go. And when I went there, um, she was telling me, I told her, I was like, I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to price stuff. And she asked me what I was charging for, you know, stuff. And I told her, I was like, she's like, so they're robbing you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, dang, would you put it that way? I was yeah. like, but of course, I had no idea what to do. Like, I didn't even, I wasn't adding an hourly rate. I was literally just taking what it cost me, and you know, um, mm-hmm. doubling that just to get a price out there because I knew people would ask, what, how much would you charge for this? So when I went to the conference, and she told me, I was like, if this is the only thing I can get out of it, like, help me with this because that yeah. that's gonna be where I need help anyway. So she told me how to price stuff, and she told me she takes supplies add in like a, she told me like a 40% markup on the supply Mm -hmm. and then add an hourly rate rate. And then she said, charge them based off of how long you think it's going to make, like take you to make it, but try to get it done in less amount of time so that you are still making, you know, making money. So I was like, okay. So that totally helped with how to price stuff out because it wasn't just double supplies there yeah, it is yeah you know because that was just like my entry level stuff and I also didn't feel confident enough to charge a lot of money for stuff when I was still learning how to mm-hmm. do things, you know based off of my confidence level that I didn't want people to look at me and be like I'm not paying for that <laughs> you right. know what I mean? yeah and it was still kind of like I had to get out of my own head like my sister came over one day I was making a console table and like th- this was the first time that I actually added like hardware and mm. it and added legs and cute little um, pieces on the top and she was like you need to be charging and th- this she was like you need to charge $300 for that. And then for me I was like oh my god like that's too much money. <laughs> You know what I mean? $300. Nobody's going to buy that. And she was like, add up how much it cost you just for all the stuff you did. And I was like, oh, dang, you know, and just the hardware. I mean, mm-hmm. all the stuff came from Amazon. Of course, it wasn't super expensive. But when I looked at what it costs for stained wood and, you know, the hardware mm-hmm. on it, like you need to be charging. And she's like, and you still need to be charge more than that because, you know, she's like, that is nice. I would pay that much for it. And I was like, OK, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was kind of the one who sat there and was just like, um, you know, had made me question, like is is that enough for you know? Like, right. am I maybe yeah, so I said she told me that, and then when somebody asked me what it was before I gave her a price, like, her <laughs> I said like tell her three fifty. I was like okay, okay, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll yeah. see when I get. To, I told her that, and she liked the price, and I was like, well, shoot, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so then it's like okay, um, maybe she does have some, you know, like mm-hmm. a maybe she's right in that sense. But after I learned how to do that and I started gauging the price was, I still had a hard time charging the 40% plus an hourly (laughs) rate for that. Because even after I added all up, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll them down a little bit just to kind of see. (laughs) Again, like, you know, I'm thinking nobody's going to pay that. Right, right. And I kept telling myself that. And as many times that people came to me and I told them the price and they were like, okay, I was like, dang, really? That it was like, okay, I need to get comfortable, you know what I mean? Actually giving them a price and not mm-hmm. sounding timid, because if I do, they're going to take advantage of that and be like, ooh, can you come down, you know, can you pay right. it for less? And then I'll be like, okay, instead of just saying, this is the price and leaving it at that. Yeah. So I had to learn that early
0: on to just say, this is the price. And like, make a face after <laughs> you know what well, I, mean, I, think I think it can be hard too because it's kind of like when you're buying a car right it, you do yeah. some you do have to like like have the foresight and like have the will to like walk away if mm-hmm. they if they want it for less like it's yeah. I think that's the hard part especially I feel like that's I feel like for women most of the like most people are going to challenge a woman before a man when it comes True. to a price, and and then I think as women we tend to be like oh, okay, you know, like yep, like we're like oh, right. okay. And that's that's <laughs> where I was feeling intimidated. So a lot of
1: the stuff, if I wasn't telling you in person and I was mm-hmm. sending the um like the quote through like a text message or a DM or something like yeah. that, I would say to myself like before I um, priced it out, I was like okay. Would I feel comfortable paying this? And I was like, I can't talk to myself like I'm my, (laughs) like I'm my customer, you know? Right. So I would literally have to say, even if I wouldn't pay for this, somebody is coming to me, asking me to make something for them that they want from me Mm -hmm. and they must value the fact that I'm able to make this for them or they wouldn't have came to me. So when I do pricing now and I feel like it might be too much, I won't give them the um, price right away. Like I'll kind of walk away from it for a minute just to get out of my own head. And
0: mm-hmm. then if
1: they follow up and say, hey, just taking on a price, or I'm like, okay, maybe now, you know, after I've done something or you know, walked away from it for a minute, I'll go back and I'll read how I, you know, put the text mm-hmm. in and I'll say, okay, this is what it would cost me to do it. Let me know if you want to move forward and leave it at that. And that's just kind of how I've had to take that um pressure off myself of thinking I wouldn't spend that much money on it. Right. Maybe they won't spend that much money on it, you know, because yeah, I'm—I don't want to say I'm frugal, but you know, I like yeah, to spend no. wisely, but also make sure that I'm supporting whoever it is, and not try to be like, like if it's like if it's legit, like a surprise, like oh shoot, I didn't expect it to be that high, you know, like I'm yeah. I'm saying it not like you're too expensive because I don't want people to think that what their price is is too high, you know, like that. Right. Whole yeah. That yeah. It's expensive for you. That just means that I'm not your customer. Right. <laughs> but I don't want to make, you know, I don't want to make it seem like what you're charging um, for something isn't what you should be charging, you yeah. know? So I don't ever want to make somebody else feel that way. So I'm like, oh shoot, I didn't expect that. So, um, let me think about it. And <laughs> right? See if I can come up with the funds right now, because yeah. that was not my, my budget, you know, yep. in a way where it's not like I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe you're charging that much, you know, right? You know, in that way because I don't, I don't like that. Like, don't tell me how to price my stuff. No.
0: I mean, sometimes I like to like actually instead of giving a price first, I'll ask somebody what their i their budget is to do that with certain yeah. things too. Yeah. Because then it actually gives me the opportunity to like educate some too. So like you know if they're wanting something that probably would cost them like five hundred dollars and they're like oh how about fifty bucks it's like right You're like okay m- I can't even get the material exactly. for fifteen dollars um <laughs> exactly. you know and so it's like walking through that and then being like realistically this is where this would end. like and I understand you don't have the budget for that so it's like yeah and
1: so I I started doing that too like I asked people what their budget is and I remember somebody was like even for me when somebody asked me what my budget is for stuff that I have no idea what I would you know Mm -hmm. spend on it I asked I was like you know I really don't know what my budget is because I don't know what this cost right so I need you to kind of let me know where your prices are to kind of see if what I'm asking for is feasible for right. the amount that they are charging me because right. if I have no idea what I'm getting for what you're charging it's going to make me question what I'm getting ready to spend my yeah. money on if yeah. I'm going to spend my money on it you know so I need to kind of get an idea of if what they're charging is not even like what's the word I'm looking for like um, not legit but you know what I mean like yeah if, um, yeah in a way that makes sense for me to spend the money yeah for
0: well, so and like the, you said, I mean, yeah, just all of us, is like, if I don't have any clue what that thing could cost, then yeah. there's there's no way to budget for it. So right. you <laughs> Exactly. Know. That's what I'm saying.
1: I, I, I couldn't even put, you know, what's your budget for this? I couldn't tell you because I don't right. know what it costs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no, I get that. Yeah, I, I had, go ahead. I, was saying, I had a conversation. I kind of similar to you I had a conversation where someone opened my eyes where it's like it's a it's a furniture designer and maker that you know in the like I really look up to her and admire her for her business sense and her design and everything and I had an opportunity to just kind of like talk to her about pricing and we were talking about um, a product that I made that like I came up with a brand new unique way of finishing it like this way of finishing doesn't exist and i was telling her what i was charging for these items which are pretty small overall and that's why i was only charging you know a small amount cuz i'm like well it's not that big and blah 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 and, yeah In you know head, right <laughs> yeah yeah and and she's like yeah but how much time does it take you to do that i'm like well it takes me this much time and so she's like like, she threw out a number that was, like, more than 10 times what I was charging for it. <laughs> right. and, and I'm, like, she's, like, how would you feel if you asked that much for that? I was, like, I don't even, like, know how to ask that much for that. Exactly. Like, like, I don't think I could. And she's, like, well, she's she kind of said, like, what you said. She's, like, remember, you're not your client. Like, the people you are marketing to or should probably market to are people who have much more disposable income income than yeah. what you have and so she's like you should be showing them that they need to value your time um and she's like especially since this is something that's like nobody else is doing um and i was like okay but it's <laughs> still one of those things like i I I haven't I still haven't been able to ask what she told me I should ask I, I do ask twice what I was asking I was like we'll start there like yeah. we'll, we'll do baby steps to get right. up to that price <laughs> right
1: like I'm I, I totally feel you on that because I remember somebody came to me she wanted to support and I was like um she, I was like oh what's your you know what's your budget she wanted a um a planter box mm-hmm. for her daughter and um, because she wanted to grow you know just some tomatoes and yes yeah you know just something small and I was like asking her how big she wanted and all that stuff and I was like okay what's your budget and she was like a hundred dollars and I was like um okay see like (laughs) i want to work with you but I know that a hundred dollars is probably gonna be part of the supplies and that's not even me right getting anything (laughs) Mm -hmm. right so I came back and I was like hey like I, re- I know you really want this. I was like, and like, I, if I do this for you, like I have to get to, you know, yeah, I yeah. I have to get something out of this or I'm literally just working just for fun, <laughs> yes. you know? And I, I want to, she's like, so I came back to, her, I was like, Hey, is there any way you can come up in price? You know, just mm-hmm. a little bit because like supplies are now they have now gone up and right, there right. is no way that I can get you what you want for that price. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know what? She's like, that's totally fine. Um, you know, I didn't know what I was, you know, look, yes, I can do that. And I was like, okay, cool. So I, you know, found like, um, like a picture of kind of what I wanted to make for it just so it would still be nice and not mm-hmm. super expensive and just kind of looked at a photo from it because she had no, no idea how she wanted it to look. She was just like, yeah. you know,
0: just, just a regular, like, okay. right. up, <laughs> <laughs> right, like, but
1: let me but she wanted it off the ground so I knew it needed to have legs and all that stuff so yeah. I'm looking for inspiration on you know how to figure this out and mm-hmm. I saw something I was like okay I, I think I could make this for her and I ended up you know making it for her and she loved it and all that stuff it was just the fact that I was like I have to remember too that I if even if I wanted to work with everybody there's just yeah there's no way <laughs> to be able to yeah. do that you know and ask and I, and I even had a hard time asking her to come you know come back because yeah. she's a friend of our families, and I was just like gosh is she gonna say no I can't do that or mm-hmm. is she even gonna want to do it but because of the fact that she was you know so sweet about it that I was like I need to make this you know nice for her and also at the you know at the same time just let her know up front like hey look <laughs> right yeah this is what it is right now supplies have gone up things are not what they cost before and mm-hmm. there's just no way I could do it for a hundred dollars and um yeah so I was able to do it for her, but even even then just that was kind of you know giving me yeah. like <laughs> Please type me. <laughs> I think I worked out in the end and I'm, you know, grateful for that. But yeah, I'm yeah, presenting. I've I've I mean. found
0: myself like sometimes when I get asked by people who are like friends or whatever, if I can make something for them and I ask, you know, ask them what their budget is and 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 usually it's pretty low. And then I ask them like. If there's a way for them to go up and if the answer is no, then what I've tried to pivot towards is you know what, I can't make it for you for that price, but you could buy the materials for that price, and I'm happy to teach you how to make it.
1: That is Um, actually a cool way of doing it.
0: Yeah, because for one, I mean, no no one's, no one yet has taken me up on it, but I think it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like gone out into the universe, if you will, Mm -hmm. and like, you know, I'm finding more more women in particular to to teach how to make it because I get it right it's like I see beautiful art and stuff all the time that I want that it's like but I can't afford it so that's partially kind of why it's like but maybe I can make it (laughs) and maybe you know and so if you get to that level it's like teaching somebody like homemade stuff is only the cost of materials if you make it yourself um and weighing out and telling them, you know, way out, like, do you want to learn how to make it? And then you have a skill that you can then make more stuff for yourself, or do you want to save up and like be able to buy it from a store, which is still going to be cheaper than me because they have like mass production lines and stuff like that, you know? So it's again, it's all about like education. And I think if, if telling somebody no is done in a way where you're educating them and offering them opportunities, like I've never had anyone walk away angry before. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. What, so it can't, you ended up with this business, was not necessarily expecting it to be a business, but now it is a business. (laughs) Um, Do you like, are you thinking you're just gonna to continue to kind of grow along this path you've been doing of kind of like custom custom projects for people?
1: I do. I I, I enjoy it so much that on the days that I can't actually work, it kind of makes me sad <laughs> because I'm like, Oh, I want to get out there and I want to do something, or like mm-hmm. I'm so eager to finish a project because I know how people are when they want their stuff, you know what I mean? Right, so yep. I try to make sure that everything that I've been asked to make um is um done in a timely fashion, but mm-hmm. also giving myself a break in between the days that I know her. I'm just like like that's why I don't work on weekends. Mm-hmm. My daughter runs track and her week her track meets are mainly, you know, on the weekends, and sometimes they're out of town, ta- a lot of times they're out of town, and sometimes mm-hmm. they're and Sunday so the weekend, yeah. I kind of make sure I'm with my family because throughout the week you know what I mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: working you know doing that stuff throughout the week is kind of like that's normal in a sense where yeah. it's like we got our day jobs yep. you know so for for me is I make sure that the weekends are kind of like a, my chill days and also a refresh of you know getting back into the groove of getting ready to um, you know finish up a project because I don't want to just be like, oh, I don't feel like working today and then get yeah. in the habit of not working today and then not working tomorrow and then not working right. the next day. <laughs> so I make sure that I give myself a break so that I'm not um, overworking myself to where it's now become frustrating for me to go out there and work, you know? So yeah, yeah, no, I, I get keep, that. Yeah. yeah, the weekends I keep, um, what's the word? You know, free. And if I have something that it's like, I just need to do this thing to it before it's finished. <laughs> right. You know I mean, yeah, I'll go out there and maybe do like a little bit of sanding or yeah. painting catch ups, or, you know, just something small, unless if I miss a day during the week where I couldn't do something and I have some time on a Saturday or Sunday after we've done something and I'm like, I'm gonna just go out there and just do a little bit, you know, just to kind of catch up. I'll mm-hmm. do that. But I'm allowing myself to, you know, still have a break yeah. in between so that because I'm sometimes I'm not even able to do certain things based off of if I have to other obligations to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um my daughter um is in college and she um she plays soccer in Stockton. Mm-hmm. And a couple of times her games were like she had to be somewhere at three, you know what I mean, in mm-hmm. Stockton. And like if we were going to go to her game, we would just take her because she would come home and hang out with us after a game. And I'm like, I legit can't work because we have to right. leave. She was a kid at school, you know what I mean, to go drive to her to her soccer game. So that was um, that have any that's of your mind. kids showed an interest? You know, they have not. They think the end result is really cool.
0: Mm-hmm. But if I'm
1: out there working, they'll legit open the door peek, yell my name if they need something, <laughs> 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 ask the question and then go back to what they're doing. but if I if like if I'm like proud of something or they come out and they see mommy, you made that I'm like, yeah, that's really nice, and that's so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, so that they'll see, but they haven't asked to kind of want to do anything or. Yeah, my,
0: my. I mean, mine are sounds much younger than yours. my My oldest will be nine next month, and then my youngest is six. And my my oldest has no real desire to spend any time in the shop with me. Yeah, Um, but he will like request things to be made. Or, or he'll, like, offer up my services to his friends, you know, one of those, yes. like, my oh, my mom can day make day. that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. My daughter did the same thing. One of her friends asked me to make her a dresser. And yep. another one of her friends asked me if, and my daughter even asked, can you make me a vanity? I was like, I can. <laughs> yes. So, of course, they'll have, they have some ideas of how they, what they want for their bedrooms mm-hmm. and stuff. So, I told them, and it's, the sad thing about that, though, is, like, if I had nothing to do, I'd be able to do right. that for Right. <laughs> But I keep putting them <laughs> off knowing like, okay, let me just finish this one. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so <laughs> not, as soon as I finish that one, I'm on to the next one. Because it's like, shoot, I have, you know, paying people. Well, for, yeah, that's the, that. I have,
0: I mean, yeah, I have um, two sisters or twins and they're um, much, much younger than me. But last summer they both got married. And so, you know, for their wedding gift, I was like, okay, you each get to, tell me something you want me to make for you. That's cool. Um, and But neither one have gotten anything out of me yet because I'm like, yeah, I love you, but your project's <laughs> not paying me. So it kind of gets pushed off a little bit, but <laughs> um, <laughs> at least one of them will get done this summer. I'm determined. It's like, it will happen. Um, <laughs> I pulled the wood off the shelf last weekend. Like, okay, I'm staging it. This is like pre pre-step of actually working on it so we're making progress
1: there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah no my sister has been one who has asked me to make certain things she's a florist mm-hmm. and she's like hey I need something that can go in my car so I can put all these flowers on can you make me something and I'm like like what do you mean she's like it doesn't have to be pretty I was like as soon as you say that I'm like okay I'll put some scrap <laughs> <laughs> real quick and make it and even sometimes I have a hard time just even throwing that together yeah, even though I know yeah. she has not it to look good but if somebody saw that it'd be like where'd she get that it'd be like my mm. sister made it like don't tell people <laughs> but oh, her, yeah. she's like I just need something just to put in my car it doesn't have to be pretty but she wanted me to make her like a pedestal for um, a flower photo mm. sh- uh, photo shoot she did one time and you know so every time she needs us I was like every time she needs something quick I'm like show me what you need for real because if it's right you think it might be quick <laughs> <laughs> but it does always be quick you know like, I just need a quick no 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 you know, yeah, I you know make it as fast as you can as I can knowing that right. it's not quick but to you you're saying it like it's gonna be so simple but you think you know. make it <laughs> I
0: know my my sisters are the same way it's like the the I mean in general what they ask for you know one wants a coffee table one wants some end tables in general not that hard however the one that wants the end tables wants these super fancy bases that are probably going to have to be power carved and like of course. like that takes time <laughs> and right. and, then the, and then the coffee table she wants one where it's like you open you can open it and do puzzles on the inside and then like close it and it keeps you know where you're at with the puzzle and stuff and I'm like again in theory not that hard but it takes like time to do all the mechanisms figure out how to get all of that to work because that's not something that I do all the time so yeah yeah (laughs) it's funny because
1: they see it being done so quick because in their eyes they don't know how long everything really takes yeah you know what I mean but at the same time it's like um you know I have to make this right, <laughs> right? yeah <laughs> this is
0: not something that's just gonna appear right. uh, it's it's <laughs> not an ikea set that all we no, have to do is I put mean, it together like i have but, to... but even that takes a
1: while to actually <laughs> <me. laughs> you know what i mean so like i understand that you want this as fast as i can make it but really, i need you to understand that it's i i still have to make it so right. <laughs> give give me a minute and let me see if I can actually do that because I want to help you out but if I can't do it Mm -hmm. like you got to be okay with that
0: that's
1: right my mom mom swears that she can just cut in front of anybody everybody anybody like my mom came to me one day and was just like so I need to jump in the front of the line and I need it by I was like hold up First of all, that is not how you ask <laughs> right? <laughs> I need to do anything for you, you know, I mean? like, yes, I am your daughter, but at the same time, you know, that I have multiple things that I need to do right now. And for you to come to me, to ask me to jump in front of the line mm-hmm. before saying anything about payment, right. <laughs> that is not cool, you know, no, like, and, and if you want that, what is it that you're asking for? One, two. What are you? Uh, uh what, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, willing to spend yeah. to yeah. jump? To yeah. <laughs> or your non-emergency? Yes. yes. What's you're,
0: you're, What's four. the priority uh, yeah. fee that you're willing to pay?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or <laughs> I want the family discount. No, nobody gets <laughs> the family discount. I can't believe you asked that get yeah. out of here you don't give us no family discount for nothing <laughs> that's right
0: <laughs> oh yeah uh well DeAndre, we're actually like at the end of our end of our time together isn't that crazy so, how time flies <laughs> uh, No. um I want to give you a chance though again to let everybody know like where they can find you and and see all the projects you're up to Oh, okay. So I'm at on Instagram at Work Boots and Glasses. Legit,
1: how it sounds. Work boots and glasses <laughs> <laughs> spelled the same way that you would normally spell it. I'm on Facebook also Work Boots and Glasses for business um, for my on the business page. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a TikTok that I remember every so often. <laughs> But I'm there also at work boots and glasses. And yeah, there you can see all the projects that I completed, all the ones that I have coming up. Well, you can't see all the ones I have coming up, but you can see me in the process of making the ones because I talk about what I have coming up. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there. And, you know, I kind of share a lot on my stories also. So if you're a fan of that, I talk. (laughs) (laughs) So if you don't like talking and you just want to see videos, just check out my reels (laughs) on my Instagram, and you can see all I do. But if you want to have a conversation with me, (laughs) head on
0: over to my story. Listen to
1: your girl, have a conversation. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. I know. I find I find times like sometimes there are weeks where it's like I might get a single post out but I still try to always make sure I get stories out because yeah um, same
1: I'd I, same yeah. as even if it's as a post yeah <laughs> yeah yep. I'm with you but for me I have to put an alarm clock on my phone of when to post or I won't do it yeah <laughs> I, legit, I mean like I'll be on it and I'll just be doing what I do and they're right. like oh shoot my alarm went off I'm like and it's funny my daughter used to ask me what is that for I was like to post she's like, like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, yes. <laughs>
0: Oh, I've had, I've had my, I've been at like, cause I try to post um at 11 a.m. my time, like every day is mm-hmm. when I always aim for. And so like, I'll be out, like I've been out at like lunches with my wife and friends and I'll be like, okay, just one second, you know, blah, blah, and I'm like doing my post and, and I have it like ready to go, but I still got to get on and like post it. And my right, wife right. will just be like don't mind her. She has to post at a certain time of day, every day. Like she's Uh, just the disclaimer. disclaimer, Yes. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's the life of somebody on social media. So. Right. Yeah. You
1: know, it's crazy, but it, we do what we got to (laughs) do. You know what I mean? It was like, if we want to continue to have people see what we're doing, it makes Mm -hmm. sense for us to do that.
0: (laughs) Exactly. If we don't, Hey, then, you know, Mm (laughs) they'll forget about us (laughs) that's right that's right uh well it's been a delight chatting with you today Mm -mm. yeah all right so again that was Deandra of Work Boots and Glasses I will include the links on how you can find her and follow along with her in the show notes for today's episode best places to find that is check the description for the episode in your podcast app link should be there or you can head on over to Freeman Furnishings dot com forward slash podcast and find this episode as well as all the previous episodes Um, please follow along with the podcast over on instagram at crafting a revolution it is all one word no spaces no underlines no hyphens none of that crafting a revolution just as it sounds And while there, check out the links in the bio. There's various methods for you to help support the podcast in a monetary way. Today, I would like to ask you that if you are enjoying the podcast, enjoyed this episode, any previous episodes, please head on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. That really helps the podcast move up and gets more eyes and ears on the podcast. So it's greatly appreciated if you do that. If you didn't enjoy the episode, don't worry. Not a big deal. You can find your host, myself, Katie Freeman, on Instagram at Freeman Furnishings. There you can expect to find me power carving, adding bright colors to pieces, and dancing in the shop. You can find my co-host, Katie Thompson at Women of Woodworking over on Instagram, as well as at Pen and Chisel. There you can expect to find a community around uh, supporting women getting into the trade of woodcraft, uh, woodworking. So please come on over and say hello. We will have one more new episode this week on Friday. In the meantime, and as always, let's go craft a revolution. Her, they got something they want to say solution for the toxic masculinity pollution is the constant evolution of the a-